Hi, I'm Shay. And I'm David. And you're listening to Board on the Air on CFCR, where we talk about board games and board game related topics. On tonight's show, it is our top 10 games we played in 2020. Not of 2020, because definitely some of these games are older than that. But the ga- top 10 games that we played this year. Yeah, the new games that the we played this year. The new games that we played this year. We're going to so try if, not... if we yeah. played it previously, yeah. then for me, it's not on the list. I have one. Only okay. one, and I only played it once, not in 2020. Okay. So I included it, but we'll get yeah. there. Perfect. Uh, so yeah, we're doing it this week, because next w- week's show is New Year's Eve. And is it really? Oh, wow. We're just going to have a raucous party episode. Are we? And I doubt anybody will be listening, so we want to do it this week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. So, for me, uh, my list is, of course, games that are new to me this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I own all of these, so I bought them this year and played them this year. Yeah. Uh, Shay played my games this year. I did. Uh, some, of these, <laughs> some of these are mine. Okay. Um, and some of these were ones that I played before everything got shut down yes. at game night. So actually, there are a couple on mine. A couple? Maybe one? Maybe one. One. I think there's one on mine that is actually not our game, but that okay. I really did enjoy. And I actually did play it twice. Cool. Uh, there's a couple on mine that definitely were only played once, but I counted them because I needed 10 games and also they are really fun. Okay, so we will be going fairly quick through these. Because we have to get through 20 games in our showtime, and you guys know how much we love to ramble. Yes, number 10. Yes. You want me going first, or you, you go first? I will go first this time. Perfect. Uh, my number 10 is a little legacy game that we got going during uh, the lockdown mm-hmm. called My City. Yep. Uh, Tetris-style game that you're playing 24 different Missions, basically, or different mm-hmm. days. Uh, a great, solid game by Reiner Knesia that really... Yeah. It, it really concreted or cemented how much concreted. we... <laughs> how much we enjoy Tetris-style games. Yeah. And you know what? Fantastic for any playing level. Yeah, and it, it was approachable. You know, we blew through this in about six or seven days. We played it every night. Uh because we enjoyed it so much. Yeah. We haven't picked it up since, but I do still want to try the uh, infinity mode, they call it. Yeah. Okay, Shay, your number 10. My number 10. This is the one that we don't own. That, okay. But I did play at game nights before they got shut down, and it's Oceans. So this was a Kickstarter, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Pl- I played the Kickstarter version. One of our friends owned it and brought it to game nights. Uh, I thought it was gorgeous and really fun to play. It's a card drafting card laying game where you you have fish uh and, or you have big animals and you're trying to keep them fed so that you can kind of attack other animals yeah basically yeah. you're you're making more powerful fish yeah more powerful fish and uh, it had kind of a two-stage game i thought it again it looked really pretty and it played really well uh, I really enjoyed it. You did not enjoy this game the, because you it's its similar to Evolution or so I've been yeah, told. Yeah, Evolution Climate is yeah. the first version by these guys and Oceans is the sequel of games. Yeah, uh, I, I really liked it. I, I like 
like card playing games though and i like the pattern of trying to get an engine building so you get enough fish that you can keep your animals alive and then also be able to you know do things with them yeah i, I don't think mom enjoyed this very much as well no uh, that's why just, we don't own it <laughs> yeah this this one is just not something that's that just registered with me yeah and I thought it was really good, so I definitely put it on my list. It is at number 10 because, of course, we don't own it and we haven't played it that much. But I think it's worth looking into. Yes. Number nine. Woo so my number nine uh, is a little one that we got this year. It is a very small game. It's a roll and write style game, Dungeon Academy. Yes. Uh, we talked about this pretty recently, actually. Yeah, this is a fairly um, new one for us. We, we didn't play it that long ago. Uh dice rolling and then you flip the thing over and you have to make you, you basically make a map of how you dungeon crawl yeah, as you're uh, going on your board there. and you get you fight monsters and get things as you go through but like there's no keeping track of it while you're running so you have to keep track of your health at the time yeah it's you're... very neat and you have a minute or a minute a minute 45 seconds 45. Or what depending on what Which level you're playing you on yeah. yeah you have like 45 seconds to a minute to draw this thing is very neat plus the the sooner you finish the more bonus points yeah because you get, you get a, t a card at the end of the round yeah. so yeah it's it's very cool very fun i think uh kids would really enjoy this one um although it might be a little bit heavy for young well, ones but there is that uh the fact you have to keep track of it in your head yeah right? the real time real-time strategy of yeah. it uh but the game itself is pretty straightforward and it takes like literally a half hour half hour to play it if that. that yeah 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 this this one was a lot of fun uh enjoyed it yeah yeah what about yours dad my number nine is a game that i got for christmas last year uh-huh and played after christmas last year uh-huh it is called Fleet the Dice Game. Right. You've only talked about this game uh, a couple times. Yes. This this is another <laughs> roll and write. It is a heavier roll and write. Uh, it is combos to the max. Mm -hmm. If you like combos and if you don't, don't play with me. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. A com it just, I like doing something that leads to the next thing, which leads to the next thing. Uh, this one is... One of my favorite roll and rights, yeah. uh, and definitely my favorite from this year. Uh, just solid, solid yeah. game, and I've talked about this numerous times on the program. So that yeah. is my number nine. Number eight. Number eight is a little game of about 50 cards called The Crew. Yeah, you, you guys really like this one. Yeah, I. it's trick-taking. As I played more and more board games, card games became less and less fun for me. Yeah. But I love the cooperative aspect of this. Mm -hmm. and, and I love the different missions. And I love that they released another 50 missions online that you can just download and play. Yep. Uh, it's simple. It's fun. It is engaging. Yeah. Uh, it's not much more you could ask for from a simple trick-taking game. Yeah. So that's my number nine, or number eight, sorry. Yeah. The crew. <laughs> We've already lost track of the numbers, guys. Yes. Uh, my number eight is Pixie Queen. So this nice. was on, yeah, this was on my underrated games list, and it's down here because we've only played it once. Yep. Um, but as I mentioned in our underrated games, I think this game is actually fantastic. Uh, I love the scoring in particular because the whole idea is that you're trying not to lose many points rather yep. than gaining points. 
Yeah, it's uh, sort of that reverse scoring where you start at X and you're losing points as yeah, you go along. You, you technically end at a minus points, but you're trying to lose the least points. Yeah. Uh, I won this game when we played it. Might add to the idea, but I thought it looked really cool. I thought the way the game played where you're, you know, putting your fairies down and taking actions um, and then you're trying to build your way up the, to the fairy queen is very neat. Yeah, and you're uh, bumping each other out. You're bumping out. each other out. Um, I thought it looked really pretty. I think this is a great game. We should get it to the table again. It, yeah, this is a solid worker placement game that's just got a nice twist on it. Yeah. Which just, there, there's lots of cool mechanics in it. Which, I, I just love the scoring. I thought yeah. the scoring, I thought I'd hate it, but I love how the scoring works. Yeah, th this one looks confusing and was a bit of a teach. Yeah. But for the most part, it's smooth. We picked the it up really quick. work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, underrated game, a uh, less known game, because a lot of times I've seen this on sale, and that's where we've got it. Like, it's yeah. on the clearance uh, that's track. That's why it's my underrated. It didn't get yeah. big press or anything, but I think it's awesome. Yep. Pixie Queen, number eight for Shay. Number seven for me. Yes, you're seven. You're my up. seven, Pandemic Legacy. Nice. Yeah, call. so this is definitely not a game that came out in 2020. This is an older game, seeing as they've done three, two other versions since then. Yep. Uh, but we got it this year. And we played it this year, which is really funny that we started playing that this year. Um, <laughs> it, it was one we started during the pandemic when we were trying to get everything played. Yeah, when we, we, we decided to play the Legacy games. And actually, we played a lot of this. And I think for me and you, uh, the fact that it was pandemic during a pandemic got a little too real. Yeah. And we stopped playing it. But it is a fantastic game. I love the way the Legacy works. I like that there's a little bit of a story behind it. Um, I just, and Pandemic itself, I think is a really good game. It was one of the games that got me into this. For those of you who aren't familiar, cooperative style game, you're moving around trying to cure areas of disease. Um, and in the regular game, the goal is to just eradicate everything. In this game, there are actual goals that you're trying to do as well. And there are permanent impacts to not curing a disease. Yeah. So I thought it plays great. I really like the Legacy version. I think it's better than the regular version, which is, of course, what I've heard about Pandemic Legacy. Uh, we own Season 2, so we got to get through Season 1, then Season 2, and I really want to get Season 0 as well. Nice. Uh, for me, this didn't make my list uh, for the simple fact that cooperative games aren't... They're not your thing. They, yeah. they, they really don't work for me uh, because I just... I, I, I don't see the purpose of them, mm. right? I like to win or lose. Yeah. And and this is a good version of Pandemic. Yeah. Regular Pandemic is not my favorite game at all. Yeah, I think it's really good as a starting game, but yep. then after a while you get so used to it that um, it's really easy for one person to just take control. I think the legacy version works a little better with individuals. So Yeah, I... I I think our family grew as alpha gamers playing this. Yeah. That it worked better for us because we set ground rules going in Absolutely. after the first game. Yep. Right? First game was rough. And after that, I thought everything went a lot better for yeah. us. Yeah. And I just like, I do like the co-op uh, campaign style because then it's like, ooh, we're getting through this story. I want to know more. Well, I you're don't more have to worry invested, about... right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. My number seven of uh, top uh, Tetris games of 2020. <laughs> This is Isle of Cats. Ooh, that's actually lower on your list than I thought it would be. There's a lot of good games. I mean, there is a year. lot of good games. There are a lot of games, that, good games that we played this year. Yeah. Uh, if we have time at the end, we'll talk about how many games we played this year. 
If not, we'll do that next week. Yeah. Uh, I Love Cats, Tetris, cute cats that you're putting on a boat, trying to cover up spaces. There is a family version where you're just doing that, and then there's that next level version where you have goal cards, public and private. Uh, You're doing bidding to who goes first. Uh, You have baskets. Really, really great game. Yeah, we've talked about this game quite a bit on the show, um, but it's awesome. It's it's a cool game. The box is oversized, but it has a target for where your cat should sleep. It's pretty awesome. And I'm pretty sure one of our new cats will sleep in it if we put it on the floor. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Without a doubt. Uh, so that's my number seven, Isle of Cats. Number six. And that's me. That's you. Okay, number six on the uh, best Tetris games of Is 2020. Is all, all your games Tetris games? Like... Uh, o- only the first nine, and oh, then I okay. go a different direction. Excellent. No, uh, number six is, it's, it's kind of funny. So I started with My City, then Isle of Cats, and now that next level Tetris game in the Hall of the Mountain King. Yeah. Uh, the reason this one I think... I like just a bit better than Isle of Cats is that next level resource gathering, Mm -hmm. uh, how you're playing it on the board, how you're worried about what color you're putting them on. You're moving those statues or moving the, no, you're putting the, you're putting the pillars down and then moving the statues on top of them. It just works really well. Yeah. And I really, I like the added difficulty of that. Ah, see this one didn't make my list mainly. I don't know. It might be because I just don't, haven't gotten it yet. Like I haven't, usually I can win one or two games, right? Yep. I just can't seem to figure out how to score properly in this game. Um, so it's almost like it's taking some of that fun away, but it is a good game. And yep. I like the resource management. I just have trouble with the actual play part of it. Well, it, so this was one game that I haven't done really well at it either, but I usually either do really well during the game or really well at the end game scoring. And mm-hmm. I like the fact that it has those two tiers of scoring yeah. where you can feel like you're really kicking butt yeah. and then everybody whips right by you at the end. I don't mind that. Yeah. I, I think it's cool and I, I think the scoring in this works really well. Yeah, I think the scoring is fine. It's just I don't get it. Yeah. Like, I, just, I just don't get it. <laughs> Sometimes, um, you know, and that's games just don't click with some people, yeah. right? Or the scoring just doesn't click with people. I want to like it. I do. I just... Yeah. You know, when you lose every single time you play, it starts to get a little draining. Yes. Um, But yeah, my number six, one we've already talked about, My City. Nice. What was this, your number 10? 10, yeah. Um, I love this game. It was so much fun. I've never seen us go through a game that fast before um, and have such a good time playing it. So, you know, we've we've already talked about it, but fantastic game, fantastic family game. I love that it has a replayable feature. Great. Yeah, and I, I think the only reason this is 10 is because the simplicity of the game. That's fair. And as I was playing it, there were holes in the scoring and stuff, I thought. Yeah, like the gold was a little bit iffy on it, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, still, I think a fantastic game. Yeah, I don't get me wrong. I really like yeah. this, but not at the same level of some fair of these enough. other ones from this year. Okay, Shay, you're number five. My number five, Maracaibo. Uh, I know we both have this on our list. I know it's... Uh, it's what do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's higher on yours. Uh, but Maracaibo was one that I played at ToonCon this year. It was... It was a, that was the last first and last time I did well at this game. Um, <laughs> but it is a fantastic... Uh, would you call it a worker placement? It's, kind of? 
you move across a board. You got a couple actions that you can do depending on where you're at. You're, you got a tableau in front of you. Again, a game we've talked about a lot on the show, but it is beautiful. Yep. Um, the mechanics work so well in it. Uh, every, and there's so many different ways that you can do well at this game. Yep. And it has a legacy version or a story version, I should say. Yeah, and I, um, I'll, I'll save yeah, some of my stuff. Yeah, save some of your stuff for, for in, yours. In case it but, shows up on my list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll just say I think it is a great game. Um, the only reason it's not higher on it is there's just other games that I really, really liked a little bit better. Well, and it's it, it's very similar to Great Western Trail, which isn't one of your favorite games. Yeah, it's... This is a better version of that for you. A better version, yeah. But it's still not... Like, there's games I'd reach for before it. Yes, But definitely. it's great. Okay, my number five is my favorite legacy game that we played this year. Ooh. This is Rise of Queensdale. Yeah, good game. Yes, which I highly suspect may show up later in the program as well. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Rise of Queensdale, rolling dice, placing those dice, getting actions, building your map. Yep. Uh, legacy where it's changing and there's a story built into it. Story isn't the strongest by any means. Nope. And there is a very similarity to the story in this as there is in Charterstone, which yes. we also played through this year. But Rise of Queensdale does it it's so much so better. so much better. Uh, this is Inca and Marcus Brand, two of my favorite designers. Yeah. Uh, them, Rajas of the Ganges. I yeah. really want to play Village, but it just isn't anywhere to play. Uh, I really like this game. Uh, and the only reason it isn't higher is because the four above it, I love. Yeah. <laughs> this, this game is fantastic. I'll talk yeah. about it more. But if you want to hear more in depth about it, we talked about it for a good four weeks straight yes. earlier in the year. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's one of those solid games. And as soon as we know where we packed it, it's we will gone. finish the legacy it aspect somewhere. of it. We got to find that game. It's got to be in a box in our garage somewhere. It's somewhere. Okay, Shay, you're number five? Uh, I said it already. It was Maracaibo. Oh, uh, right. This is my number four. Number four. Number so four. I go first. Uh, yeah, you do. Okay. My number four is probably my... Ooh, one of my two favorite designers. Uh-huh. Uh, Stefan Feld. Yeah, I figured. Bora Bora. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this is one I got this year. Uh, Castles of Burgundy I got this year, but I had played it last year. I was going to say, I didn't think, I thought Castles we got last year, but yeah. I, I had played it previously, and that's the only reason it didn't show up on this list, because mm -hmm. it's my favorite Feld. Yeah, it's awesome. It's epic. It's perfect. Bora Bora, I, right now, I think is my second favorite Feld. No. I, I love the tightness of this game where every decision you make is key. Mm -hmm. Uh most of his games are like that, but this one just seems even tighter, even snugger, mm -hmm. uh, and so many different ways to score in this game, and so many different ways to win in this game. There is no one true path to victory that I have found yet. Yep. Uh, somebody may write in and say, oh, you got to do it this way. In our household, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have played this one. Yep. It was very good. I've only played it once. Um, it's not pretty looking. Uh, it's it's bland. It's pretty bland, but yep. it is a well-structured game. Yes. Which is yes. really what you can say about Feld games. Exactly. They are well-structured. Their, their mechanics are <laughs> top-notch. Their theme is pasted on, but at the end of it, you're still enjoying it. Yeah. 
Okay, Shay, your number... My number four. Four. Yes. You keep forgetting what number we're on, Dad. I, no, I, I um, wrote it down here. Oh, good. Uh, so my number four is a game that I got for Christmas last year. Um, it was one that I've played once before. But this year, we I upgraded things on it. Uh, I played it a lot more, more in depth. So I thought it was worth it to put it on my list. Only four, hey? Uh, only four. You know, the other three are just so good that hey. I was like... It, it was tough. I actually had this at number three, and then I swapped it because the other one I didn't want to put down so low. Uh, <laughs> it was hard. The, honestly, this one's tied with my third place. I'll be honest. But okay. this is Champions of Midgard. Yeah. Um, fantastic game. I love this game. I talk about it all the time. The other ones are just so good. It was so hard to put this one so far down. There should be an asterisk on this one, though. Yeah. Because it's Champions of Midgard with the expansions. With the, uh, fair enough. Champions of Midgard with the expansions, both of them. Um, I did upgrade all bu a bunch of parts on it, which made it so fun. Um, again, I've talked about this a bunch, but it is a kind of worker placement style game where you it's are... It's pretty much a it's, true it worker placement. It is a true placement. worker placement, but there is dice rolling and attacking in yeah. there. There's, and there's, there's a resources. little bit of Amerithrash in there. Yeah, and it is... It is fantastic. I yep. love this game. Um, I can't name you the designers. Can you name me the designers? Not on that one. Yeah, it, but it's so good. Yeah. Definitely recommend playing it. And I know it's at my number four, but it is high in my heart. Yeah, this this is one of those worker placement games that a lot of people talk in that entry level into worker placement where it's nice and streamlined. Yeah. And even when you add Dark Mountains and Valhalla expansions, it doesn't add complexity. No, in fact, it I like it. It just opens it up more. I, I find. like it better because I don't like using the ships. So yep. I get to just fight people For instead sure. of using the ships. It, it just <laughs> gives you more options. And it's another game that you can win in multiple ways. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, solid game. I had played it previously. That's why it's not on my yeah. list. Uh, but this is the this year was the first time I had played it with expansions. Yeah, and now I own it, so yes, it deserved to be on this list. Okay, Shay, number three, hit me. Uh, number three, Isle of Cats. Another uh, one we've talked about already. <laughs> Isle of Cats was the one I switched it with. I had Isle of Cats below Champions, but I'm like, I love Isle of Cats so much. Yep. So it went to number three. They're both very close to me. But again, we've talked about Isle of Cats before. Tetris style games that we love. Cute cats. We also love those and just such a range to this game. I like this better than Hall of the Mountain King. Yep. Um, and that's just because I, I prefer the way that you get points with like the lessons and things yep. rather than the moving the statues. It just makes more sense to me. Okay. Yeah, it's I love the Tetris pieces in this game because the cats and how they're oh, laying. so cute. Because all our cats lay that way, yeah, right? Absolutely. You never know what yeah. body position they're going to be in just, and it works. It's just so good. Yes. My number three is one of my Kickstarters that I that came in this year. Uh, it's a game out of Europe called Smartphone Inc. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a worker placement, heavy economic, or medium economic game. Yeah. Uh, I l the game itself is beautiful. The package is wonderful. Uh, I love that it comes with resource trays. Yes. And it is a next level. It's not... It, it's, I wouldn't call it heavy, no. but it, it, it's the high end of medium. Yeah. Uh, works well at all different levels. We uh, play it with multiple player counts too. We, it's great. I've played it anywhere from, th I've played three, four, and five players. Yeah. I liked it at all of them. Yep. Uh, the smaller map, I didn't like it three player as much, 
but I think a two-player would work really well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like there's there's a little bit of prone to AP where you're picking your your actions at the beginning of each round of what you're going to be able to do. Yep. But outside of that, it runs very smoothly. It's it's 90 minutes to two hours. Yeah. Which is right in my sweet spot right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. And it just, it, it the, the mechanics work really well in this game. Yes. Okay, Shay. Yeah. I'm up to number two. You are. You get to go first. Okay. My number two has been mentioned. This is by <laughs> Alexander Pfister. Uh-huh. Maracaibo. Maracaibo. I knew this was going to be high on your list. Yeah. It's, you know... I really got into Alexander Fister this year. I played a lot of Great Western Trail. I played a lot of Maracaibo. And I go back and forth as to which one I like more. Uh, I like the four rounds and over of Maracaibo. I like just the uh, movement placing buildings mm-hmm. in uh, Great Western Trail. And I like the deck building in that aspect. Yeah. Uh, Maracaibo, there's, I've talked about this numerous, we numerous times this on, this, yeah. on the podcast. Uh, it works really well. I like that there's multiple ways to get points, mm-hmm. and it doesn't be- benefit you to ignore any of them. Yeah. Right? You really have to try and do all of them. You can't only do one thing and win in this game. Yep. Uh, I love the cards, tableau building of it. I like the little crowns and mm-hmm. extra pieces you get, which unlock other pieces on that card. Those yep. multi-use cards are awesome. Uh Maracaibo, number two for me. Fantastic. My number two also was just mentioned, Smartphone Inc. We literally just talked about it, but fantastic game. I love the inset board. I like the resource trays. Again, this is a Kickstarter edition of it, but I just think the game works so well. There's nothing I can really complain about in this game. I I love games (laughs) that when you play at five players, they actually play well. Um, so yeah, we've talked about this one. We talked about it when we got it. Love this game. And yeah, I think it deserved to be this high on my list. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Shay, what is your number one game? Because I actually don't know. Well, you actually already said it would show up on my list again. Uh, Rise of Queensdale. Oh, yeah. Number yeah, one, Rise that's of... That's number wow. one for me. I know I shocked you, right? You did. Um, no, I just think like I've never seen us take to a game so quickly. Um, like obviously my city, we rush through, right. Yep. But rise of Queensdale is one that like, we all enjoy, we all do reasonably well at it. I like the way that I like the catch up mechanisms. I like how the scoring works where you're trying to get to your epochs. Um, and like, you can, like, it obviously is harder to catch up, but then people will. Yep. And so we all stay pretty close together. Um, I actually don't mind the story in the game. I will admit it's not its strongest suit, but it is there and I like how there's like different ages and stuff and For we're sure. slowly making our way toward a revolution, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just, I just love playing this game and I like all the other games. I love them, but this one is one that if you say we're putting it on the table, I'll be like, yeah, sure. Yeah. My one complaint about it is the table space it takes up. It is a big game. It is a huge game with giant boards, yeah. but it's so fun. I do also like where if you get too many resources, you have to take them away from your mother and give her oh, a cardboard I love one. It. I love giving mom the cardboard pieces and her getting so <laughs> mad about it. Okay. My number one uh, is one that I got beginning of January. 
Okay. Uh, I've played four or five, six times yeah, now. Yeah, see, I didn't know what your number one was going to be. I thought Maracaibo was going to be your number one. It was very, very close. Uh, this is my first Uwe Rosenberg game I had played. Okay. Uh, I've now played Caverna as well mm -hmm. and New York Zoo. Yep. This one is a heavy worker placement game that is a pain to do well at, <laughs> but I love the puzzle of it. I, I just love how everything works in this game, and that's Feast for Odin. Yeah. Uh, I've talked about this on the game. I think it was in my top 10 of all time this year. I think so, uh, yeah. After like two plays, I knew it was going to be up there. I've picked up the expansion. I haven't had the chance to add it to it to try it, mm -hmm. but it, from what I know, it just adds more good. For a worker placement fan that I am, this just hits all the spots. Plus, it has a Tetris aspect to it. Which is great. We know we love that. So, it was perfect. Fantastic. I have not played this game, but I've seen you guys play it, and it does look really fun. Okay, we just ran over we, the wire. We nailed this timing, honestly. Okay, I'm David. And I'm Shay. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good night. Merry Christmas.